Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to another episode of Here by the Owl podcast. It's National FFA Week time. So I don't know if you're like us, we kind of like flipped to this week and realized that it's already January 20th. And before you know it, uh, it's a month away. Like National FFA Week is a month from today. So we thought we should start kind of thinking about how that's going to look. So National FFA Week is February 20th through the 27th this year. And I guess through this this episode, we're going to share some resources we've found, ideas we've done in the past, ideas we've seen people share, and resources that uh, National FFA has launched for ag teachers to just try to get the conversation going about what National FFA Week is going to look like. Uh, And if you hear something today, but it can't be used for you. We're hoping it's something that in the future you can use or it just sparks something uh, and you can modify it for how your world looks um, where you're at right now. So we wanted to start with, um, I wanted to highlight um, my friend Riley Hinchy. Okay, so he's an admin with Agate Discussion Lab. He posted on there, a National FFA Week 2021 dedicated thread. So whether you're listening to this episode as soon as it drops or in a week from now, or if you're like me and it's the week before National FFA Week and you're like, I should get my stuff together, go to that thread because people are going to be posting questions, their resources, information. I mean, this is the place to go. Um, and there's already some good stuff. So we wanted to highlight um, some things. So uh, first off, uh, it was asked, is there a national FFA week theme? So not anymore. I think this is the second year. There's no longer a theme for national FFA. Uh, in our show notes, we have the link to the website for na- the national FFA week where you can find all the branding and it's just a simple national FFA brand. So there's no longer any special themes for that. Uh, somebody did ask though, like, does anybody have theme days for each week um, or each day of the week? I thought, uh, it, I thought in the implementation guide, which we're gonna reference quite a bit, link is also in the show notes. Uh, it's also on the website. They have some great ones for themes. If you wanted to have different themes each day, uh, if you're into that. So like an F, like an example is like SAE Sunday, Alumni Day, Ag Teacher Appreciation Day, Give FFA Day, and National Wear Blue Day. So these are just examples that are already in the implementation guide. So, you know, National Wear Blue Day, Maybe you give out prizes to kids who, you know, a ticket to all the kids that wear blue to school um, or show up to your Zoom call and you take down the names of all the kids that have wore blue and then they go in 
uh, to a drawing. So um, different theme days, uh, get creative, I think, but those are a few things. And then one other question on here we wanted to talk about was um, someone's looking for virtual ag in the classroom activities that they can do with their elementary school. I mean, I know we always do a ton of stuff with our elementary school and I can't imagine being virtual and that big piece of the puzzle being left out. So Brianna shared and we'll have the link in the show notes. They're so cute. Um, they're through, no, I can't, I lost my link. Um, they're through Ag in the Classroom and they're called About Books. So Brianna, why don't you like walk through what is in the About Book? Yeah, so there's kind of two different versions. So there's um, the full version About Books and then um, there's about like Farm Animals, the mini version. And I mean, either one obviously is awesome depending on what time frame you have with students. But with the full version, um, you get like different coloring sheets that the kids can cut out and color. And it's teaching about cattle, sheep, chickens, pigs, and goats. And then they can, like I said, cut them out and color them. Um, it's a book, it talks all about those animals. And then there's different interactive components that go along with it too. So like, for example, with when they're learning about the sheep, they get to glue the wool onto the sheep. Um, when they're learning about some of the different animals or whatever in those books, there's different feed that they can put on. Um, yeah, so there's that like well. interactive portion. So, you know, it would require a little bit of pre-planning, but, uh, you know, easily apply for one of those $400 living to serve grants uh, and use that money to purchase these kits, have them mailed to these kids and work with a few of your elementary teachers and then get your FFA kids online and teach a little lesson out of the about book. And if you don't have a ton of time, maybe, you're, maybe your kids teach about sheep and then they, the rest of the kids pre-record it. So then the elementary kids can finish their about books by watching the officers or that teacher could then continue the, their learning after National FFA Week. So the about books are $16. Um, do the mini ones pulled up? I don't. Um, the about books that I have pulled up here, they're $16 and that's the full about book. And Brianna, does it come with, it comes with all the stuff, right? Like, yes. Yep. The mini one is $12. The mini one, it says, includes enough material for 35 students. Uh, I believe the other, the big about book is 35 kids too. Right. And honestly, we stretched it last year. Um, I did this with the second grade classes last school year. So we went, obviously everything was normal. And um, we just made extra copies of the coloring pages and we were able to stretch it for four different classes. I believe there was 80 kids total. So we just cut everything in half um, or like divided it out. So honestly, there's a ton and there might be some things like once you get that kit that you're able to maybe get some people in your community to donate. There's like soybeans and hay and straw and ground corn and stuff like that. So that might be something that you can access locally also if you need more. Yeah. And maybe one, maybe one grade does sheep and the next grade does pigs and you, you break it up that way. So you could stretch your about books out and 
Um, I think it's exciting. We're really interested in doing that. Um, so uh, we'll include the link to the about books and the mini about books um, for that. So to, to answer some of those questions on Agate Discussion Lab, um, those are just a few, a few ways that you can handle this. So we're going to go through a ton of stuff, things that we've done, things that we've seen. We have a whole list. And all of the resources are going to be in the show notes. So dig through it, feel free to modify things, make them your own, give them to your students and have them go through and say like, these are things we like, these are things we don't like, because um, that's what it's all about. So, and like I said, we're gonna be able to do some things here that you might not be able to, that's okay. Um, keep those in your back pocket uh, for the future or maybe find a way to modify it. I mean, you guys are creative. So, um, Brianna, why don't you start talking about um, teachers? Like how do you guys in the past, how have you recognized teachers? Yeah, so we always try to do something for the teachers. When I was um, in FFA in high school, we actually cooked breakfast for our teachers that they could come eat. But the past few years when I've been a teacher, we have had uh, breakfast set up in the teacher's lounge for all the teachers. So uh, donuts, juice, some caramel rolls, some muffins, like just easy grab and go kind of stuff. And then we in the past have had our officers in there like serving breakfast, thanking them, all that kind of stuff. I've also seen different awesome teachers put like things in their teacher's mailboxes. So um, maybe it's, you know, get creative. Maybe it's some candy and you have a cute like slogan that goes along with it in all the teacher's mailboxes. Some chapters I've seen do it for every day. Some just do it for one day at the start of the FFA week kind of whatever you want to do. Like to an example like that would be like, we need some more teachers like you and then have like a s'mores kit to give to your teachers um, or donuts. Like, honestly though, the simple grab and go things like you're onto something is the best because they're going to eat it and enjoy it immediately. And I don't know about you, the more things that are in the staff lounge this year, the better we're feeling. So I don't know. And Brianna, what are your thoughts about virtual? Like, how can, how can chapters, I don't know, maybe share like what virtual, like coffee cards or? Yeah, like I've seen not necessarily like FFA chapters, but like I've seen like boutiques and stuff that I follow do this where they'll post like a Starbucks like redeem code and they'll say like, there's $50 on this, go buy yourself a coffee on me. Uh, once it runs out, it runs out. So maybe it's something like that where you send it out to all the teachers and say, you know, there's $50 total on here. If you're running to Starbucks this morning, um, you know, treat yourself to something on us. And maybe, I think even handwritten cards from FFA yeah. members, get the teacher's addresses and send them to them. There's still enough time. There is still enough time. And, you know, maybe you find like a, find like a fun, cute teacher sticker on Amazon and you include that in there. Um, with like, you know, thanks for all your hard work during this time. Like the FFA really appreciates you. That will go a long way with those teachers for sure. So I think we're going to do us this year. We're going to do donuts. We live in a small community. So we're going to do, you know what? But the coffee thing is a good idea. Like we just got a new uh, restaurant and center 
Like it would be cool to say like stop in the crossroads. We have $50 for coffee. Um, stop in, get yourself a coffee on us. So when it runs out, it runs out. Yeah, support a local business in the right. Yeah. yeah we have a small like coffee shop in town too. That'd be cool to do. Yeah. Mm, I like that. I need to write that down. Another thing for virtually, I would say too, like our principal cha- always challenges our students on the morning announcements to do different things. Like one morning it was send a teacher an email thanking them for something. And some of my students, you know, really took the time to send an email to me and um, they were super nice. Like I kept those emails. So maybe your chapter officers or chapter members, like I'll pick a teacher that they want to personally email. Um, what a great like time to like help them send a great email do it right um and it's gonna totally lift their spirits I, that's a great idea and that could be one of your theme days like you know your service day or whatever so those of you looking for theme days i like that i like the coffee thing coffee at crossroads i'm gonna have to call them tomorrow i'm pumped um okay i also loved your okay so tell them about your baby picture guessing game that you did in high school because that's really cute yeah so in high school we always tried to have like a different activity every single day for lunch because it then like then it got all of the high schoolers like thinking about ffa week and all the different things because there was like a table set up and everyone was always interested so one of the activities that we set up every year was all the officers brought in a baby picture and then we had it on like a big poster and students like filled out a ballot basically that they were guessing which officer the baby picture belonged to and everyone got super into it I I just remember it being like this huge thing that everyone wanted to do and and then we gave away prizes like based on who got the most right That's cute. And like, you could even include your staff in there, like have them guess um, and have some fun prizes. So. And that's something too, I think that you could still do virtually. Maybe you post it on your social media or maybe you ask other teachers if they're willing to share it or. Or even like a Google, like a Google forum. Yeah. 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 So those simple tallies it for you. That's a good point. Yeah. Your kids would love that. Include your like, you know, maybe if you have multiple ag teachers in your program, maybe you can do baby pictures of like all the ag teachers. Like that would be exciting. And your kids would love that. When it's fun too, because it gives the officers like recognition and then like high schoolers think like, oh, I didn't know Nikki was an FFA officer, that kind of stuff too, without being like pushy about like, here's our officers, that kind of thing. Um, So yeah, just something simple, fun. Yeah, I like that. Um, one thing that I'm going to share two things that are really simple. I like to do them because they are simple. Um, and this, one of these, both of these things are in the implementation guide as well. One is guess the amount in a jar. We just simply take a mason jar. I think last year we filled it with corn or soybeans. I can't remember this year. We might do like, um, like nuts, like nuts from a bolt, um, and put them in there. I set this up only because my kids like to participate. So if I have an officer do it or a few officers do it, then like, then they can't participate. So I do set these up. You can set them up well in advance. Just 
make sure you remember where you put your jar and how much was in there. But we just set it in the office and we let all the teachers know and kids can go in there and make a guess. And then we give prizes. So simple, um, super fun. And maybe your, your announcements the next day. So let's say you put corn in there after it's done, you the next day in your announcements, you talk maybe some facts about corn and the winner of the corn guessing game is, you know, so-and-so. Um, coloring contests. I love doing coloring contests with the elementary kids. I just, I just have my kids help me organize them by grade. We paperclip them. We have the rules already. They go to every single teacher. Those elementary teachers are rock stars. A lot of them return them together. Um, and we then have a group of kids that volunteer to come in in the mornings and they judge them and we just give them prizes. We hang up every one of them though in, in our lunchroom and those kids go nuts for them. We even have like paper, um, paper ribbons, like first place, second place. And then we always do an ag teacher's choice um, because there's sometimes ones that don't win that I think should, should win. And so then I get my ag teacher's choice ribbon because I get to veto everybody. And then I go, then we hang up those ribbons with them and they, they absolutely love it. Uh, prizes this year, I think I'm going to give a brand new like package of like markers or crayons to the winners. In the past, I've just made it easy and they just get, they just get a candy and they're little kids. Desk pets are huge. So if you're doing anything with elementary kids right now, order some desk pets, look it up online an elementary teacher will explain it to you, but you will be the coolest person if you give just pets. So I like those two things. In the, in the implementation guide, they have a few coloring pages already done. So you can just print those, make your rules. I'm gonna include my rules that we use as well in the show notes. Uh, and I think I have one, one or two coloring sheets we've used in the past as well. So please feel free to, to use that. And I like them because they're simple. And sometimes you need some simple during National FFA week, so. And sometimes um, it's really hard to find coloring pages. So it's nice that they yeah. found like some nice ag-related ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I like that it engages all kids. Um, guessing games engages the teachers and the kids. So, and it's just something simple to kind of sprinkle throughout the week um, as well. Brianna, why don't you talk about your, your picture trivia scavenger hunt? Yeah, so also in the implementation guide, there's like a really cool scavenger hunt that you can set up like throughout your school. It says um, like different clues, like for, for students to like find around the school and kind of get them moving around. But one thing that we did at my former school last year is we hid different pictures of corn cobs. And I suppose you could do FFA emblems or you could do, you know, whatever symbols you want. So we hid them around the school. And then there was a trivia question on the back of those. And the students knew that they had to come and give it to one of the two egg teachers. And then they had to answer that question. And if they got that question right, then they got a prize. If they didn't, they had to go put it back and then they could try again, or actually we rehit it rather, and then they could try again. Um, but that was really fun. And like I had seniors that were super into that during their study hall, they'd be running around the school trying to find them. 
Um, we gave away an extra piece of cake because at my former school, we always served cake both at the high school and elementary school during lunch to celebrate FFA week. So the kids were all about getting that extra piece of cake, but something really simple that got the kids excited and learning FFA facts. And it's like fun, like, you know, maybe hide some in the morning before school. And then maybe during your prep period or lunch period, when the kids are like, not around go hide another set so that way you know lots of kids have the opportunity and maybe that's your announcement that day um hey we've hidden 50 or what I mean that's a lot maybe I don't know it depends on how big your school is we've hidden 50 you know trivia facts around the school um I've put them on emblems on in the past so then they just bring them to you and I always buy candy from our concession stand because they'll give it to me at a little cheaper price. And then I get to help another organization too. So I like the scavenger hunt and I always hide some in the staff lounge. So then teachers, like they're the only ones that can get those ones, which is fun. Um, but, okay, let's talk about, okay. So you mentioned lunchtime with the cake. You also did a lunchtime kahoot. So explain that as well. Yeah, so also at my previous school, we, um, the past two years actually, and we did it for National Ag Day as well. So we did it for FFA week, and then we also did it for National Ag Day. Um, we did cahoots in the lunchroom. So we had two different lunches, both junior high and high school at the school that I was at. So we did it at both lunchtimes. And then um, we just set it up on a projector that we had in the lunchroom on a computer, and all the kids just logged into the cahoot on their phone. And it was all like FFA trivia, but almost every single student in the lunchroom was participating in it, which I think is really fun. Obviously, they're not all that many people could join a Kahoot. Yeah, there's a ton. (laughs) And then we gave away prizes to the top three. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun too. Good way to engage like all students, especially right now when you probably can't bring them all into the gym. Like maybe you do it during your different lunch periods. And then our FFA officers were, were the ones that kind of hosted it, uh, did a little commentary along the way, whatever, during it. I like that. Um, and if you're virtual, I think something like that could still happen. And maybe reach out to some teachers and find some like common time where like the kids can join. Um, and maybe that's their assignment from their teachers is to go and enjoy themselves and play this game and um I don't know. It doesn't hurt to ask. And I'm sure teachers in your building would love to support um, you during National FFA week, especially it's been a hard year. So some of this uh, requires some flexibility from all staff. So, well, and if it doesn't work out that way, maybe you just write down the scores and you have every single one of your classes do it. You know, if, you know, last case. And you can do cahoots, right? Where it's like an assignment and it tallies it like they just go in and play late like so you right. could give that link to the teachers and they could take it within their classes if they wanted to um just something fun maybe it's ffa trivia maybe it's ag trivia um maybe it's a combination like you know fun stuff but that being said there's a few people we want to talk about today number one is you and your programs and if you're doing all these great things and we have more to share but you need to brag about them. Um, and social media, there's a ton of social media things in the implementation guide. 
There is even worksheets to help guide your officers prepare for a state or uh, for a presentation to the school board. So there's great ways, but I think an easy way, and we need to remember this is our newspaper. And there is a press release in the guide. So include that with some specific details about your kids, include pictures like Brianna high school that she graduated from. They, they did a huge spread with so many pictures. Like what a great way to get kids that don't normally go in the newspaper in the newspaper, just a fun celebration and your community members love to see it. So make sure you do that. The press release is basically written for you. Just add your, your guys' specific stuff. Um, well, I was just going to say too, like I think that newspapers are like so desperate for articles right now because like print media is like a dying thing. So, <laughs> so right. Yeah. If you reach out, like there's no problem putting that into the newspaper. Yeah. Why don't you talk about radio too? Um, since we're kind of talking about marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So radio sp spots is another really good way. Um, it also engages a lot of like the older, like alumni and supporters in your community. Cause that's kind of a lot of the people that are going to be listening to the radio station. But um, in high school, we recorded radio spots and we all picked one. A lot of them are like based off of our offices that we had. Um, so like as chapter reporter, my job duties are to, you know, share about the different things that we're doing in the FFA chapter kind of a short blurb uh, we also did them last year in my chapter that I you know recently was at and in the show notes you'll find an entire list of radio spots that your students can pick and read right off of all they have to do is like substitute their name obviously your chapter name and then maybe the dates of national FFA week if there's um, something like that in there but yeah. ready to go um, last year we recorded in the implementation guide as well okay yeah, last year we recorded them. Um, she came out and she recorded them on her cell phone, honestly, because we couldn't make it into the this radio studio. And they still sounded really good. I think they have a lot of great technology now, like on our smartphones. So you could probably even have, you know, them come out to your school or even Zoom with someone on your radio and probably. Well, maybe, right. And like, maybe you, you just sit down with your kids and record Zoom audio and then you email those clips with a letter saying attached are some video or some radio clips. Um, we're hoping that you would air um, during National FFA Week, leading up to National FFA Week. It doesn't hurt to ask. Um, the worst that they say is no, it can't, like we can't use that, um, but why not? I mean, what a fun thing. And I know that I have some really good kids that have like really good radio vo voices, like. So a, a great way to get some kids involved that like to work kind of behind the scenes. Um, so yeah. Okay. Um, another group to not forget about is your sponsors. So Brand has a really cool like cookie um, idea to, to recognize sponsors during National FFA Week. So we last year and the year before we baked the cookies ourselves would not recommend that if you have a ton of sponsors because it just takes forever um, but in high school we just bought them from a local business that made them for us and then Maybe we wrote the kids as sae that you could support by doing yeah. and then we wrote like wrote out handwritten thank you notes to all of our sponsors and then our officers 
or other members, you know, committee members, whatever, uh, all dressed up in their official dress because that looks great going into a sponsor's office or business. And we dropped off those cookies for all of our sponsors, whether they, you know, gave us $20 or $500. I think it's really important to recognize all of our sponsors and businesses in town, no matter, you know, how much or how little they do for us. So that's a fun way um, to recognize them. We did, you know, either half a dozen or a dozen, depending on how big the business was. And I just think that they all loved seeing our members too and getting to interact with them and like see where their money is going towards. Well, and maybe, you know, if your world looks a little differently, kids shouldn't be running around town giving out cookies during a pandemic. Uh, depends on your state, I guess. Um, but, you know, maybe you use a coupon and you to a local business and kind of like the coffee thing, you just send it to those businesses as a thank you and say, you know, included is a, you know, a, a coupon for one free dozen cookies from such and such business. It gets, it gets that business people in the door. You still get those cookies. Those businesses understand why you're not coming around. I mean, um, maybe you include a video of your kids explaining, like, we wish we could come see you. Um, but instead, like, this is how we're going to spread our our, our thanks to you um, and take this coupon in and get cookies for everybody at your business. Um, chances are that company is going to be there buy more. So we're going to support that business and just be grateful um, that you thought of them during this time. So I think that's cool. But with them too, you know, maybe it's a handwritten note you send in the mail. Maybe it's mm -hmm. a personalized phone call Yeah, to the business. Another great way to teach your students like phone etiquette which you know isn't something we always think dying of. art <laughs> um and if you go back to like our teach ag day episode um like a long 25 episodes ago maybe uh rachel selvala uh shared like we she shared with us and we shared it on the episode about how she takes signs outdoor signs and um, the kids like decorate them and put them in the businesses like windows and like yards in front of there. So maybe that's something you do at this time too. So some of those teach ag day stuff is perfect to do during this time. So if you didn't yeah, get it, that, remind me, when I was in 4-H and I showed livestock with our premium sale, we would always bring a thank you note and a picture of us um, in kind of a really nice frame to that business that said something about like, thank you for supporting um, you know, me and my dairy cow this year. And it had the business's name and it had our name on there. And some businesses, like you would go there to drop them off and they had like 10 of them in their window from previous years. They really loved getting those like nice things. So maybe you take a chapter officer picture and oh, you yeah. send, and it says, you know, um, thank you for your support of our chapter. Yeah, Tractor Supply Company. Thank you for you know your support of our chapter this year. You know, good point. From the you showing a dairy cow in 4-H also makes me happy. So. I did for ten years. Side note: crazy little Brianna and her dairy cow. Okay, we have a few. I think we've saved like the really big, the really big ones for last. Um, okay, the mini CDE contests 
let's come back to that one. I'm going to talk about egg day briefly because I feel like everybody does something different. It's something that we do. We literally bring in animals. We have booths like beef and llamas and pigs and sheep and goats and small animals and all the things. And we bring in animals. We set up pens. We literally, the whole shop turns into a farm and we bring in the entire school. I believe we're going to be able to get by with doing it this year. I know some of you listening are like, that's a thing of the past right now. Um, I know everybody does something like this. So I'm not going to spend a ton of time, uh, but basically you set up different stations um, and kids can move around and, and learn. And it gives a good opportunity for kids to teach about their SAEs as well. So we're in the air if that's happening. Um, but, oh no, okay. My notes are crazy. Um, the other activity that we started a couple years ago is block the door. And I will have the resources in the resource folder for this activity. But basically we tape a door on uh, each of the high school teachers floor and we assign a class to them. And that class's goal is to try to block this door, like as if they were blocking the actual teacher's door. So if the door gets blocked, they, they get that class period off on a certain day. Then we have additional prizes. So the most weight, so when we, we bring in my calf scale, we weigh every single door and the, the class with the most weight gets a prize and the class that can stack at the tallest gets the prize. So I'll include that. The kids get crazy. Like last year, they asked permission to take some ceiling tiles out. Um, so it could get even taller. So yeah, and that teacher was such, such a sport about it. And those kids worked so hard, but we donated all that to the food pantry and certain things are also worth certain points. So getting foods or getting thing, items that are not normally donated, but they're a higher value item to like a food bank, like laundry soap is something that is worth more points than canned goods because they get a lot of canned goods. So we try to pick things that food pantries are in need of. And that goes, that stays all locally in center, um, which is super exciting. So um, I'll include all of that as well. And the last thing before we go to mini CDEs and then we talk about service projects is Ag Olympics. Uh, we do this with uh, kids sign up and we do different stations and it's just kind of a fun thing for the high school kids. Like we do an egg toss is one of them and they make teams and then we give out, we give out prizes um, for each male and female winner in each category. So we do egg toss, egg trivia, milk chugging, milking a pretend cow and bale toss. Uh, and they're super fun. A lot of people have done those. So, and I think like teach egg day, people do kind of an egg Olympic style thing during that time as well. So uh, if you search like ag discussion lab, you'll find lots of things, but anyway, so mini CD contest, this is new um that we're doing hopefully this year and uh but Brianna's done in the past so Brianna can you explain kind of what you've done with 
like the CDE contest? Sure, yeah. So we have each of the um, older members of that team. So if I was on the floral team last year um, or the agronomy team or whatever that is, they all set up a booth in the gym and they had to have some type of interactive component to it. So like for dairy foods, it, we had uh, cheese tasting. For uh, floriculture, they had some ID stuff. So all of them had these different interactive components to them. And then we invited the seventh and eighth graders to come down to the gym and kind of go around to all of the different booths. And then they had their points kind of tallied at the end to see that they, you know, who won all the different competitions. It was a really great recruitment activity because some of those seventh and eighth graders saw like the food science contest, like the triangle test, like now I want to do that contest or kind of pique their interest in that and also introduce them to FFA in a really fun way. Yeah, I don't know who we're going to do it with. I'm going to visit with my officers, but I think it would just be a blast. Um, and I think I want to have like a teacher version. So like the teachers could come like right after school or right before school and participate too. So I think that would be fun. But, and I think something easily done virtually, um, doing like some ID pictures and stuff like that. Um, your kids would love it. Well, and you can do it in your, in your own classroom if you can't do something in the gym. Right. Yeah. Like you could do small scale um, or maybe each class is a team and the team that has the highest average is the winner um, of, out of all your classes and you do like a class prize or something. I mean, why not friends? I thought it would be kind of fun too, to kind of gamify it and, um, you know, maybe students get like badges as they move through, or I thought too of like a, like a passport kind of thing. They have like a paper passport and then they get a stamp at each one of the stations. And like, then hey, maybe you talk about a different like CDE or something like. Yeah. And then maybe at the end you have like a small, like you get a piece of candy or something like just for coming because we, you know, it was free choice. Like if the seventh and eighth graders wanted to come down or not. So we had quite a few last year, but maybe maybe you'd only have 20 that came and then you have some type of incentive. Maybe it's a sticker or something. Yeah, maybe it's like everybody, everybody gets this, but everybody who finishes a passport, their name goes into a drawing or, I mean, so it gives them incentive to get their passport done. So to visit all the stations and. And interact with them, you know, not just yeah. stand there, but actually right try the cheeses or try the id or whatever you have at yeah. that station yeah so that's cool um speaking of prizes you know if you're doing any activities you want to give prizes away some ideas there's a lot of great stuff on shop ffa you can do shop ffa gift cards ffa t-shirts um stickers go on amazon and get a great sticker package and have the kids get to pick from there gift cards to local community businesses candy maybe you have you know someone with an sae like that can uh, you can buy stuff from them as well i don't know am i missing anything brianna no i was just gonna say maybe you can get some people to donate some prizes to like yeah. different businesses or gift cards or maybe you have like in our town we have wapaton cash so it can only be used at certain wapaton businesses but the chamber would probably donate some right yeah no, and I think the last one, the last kind of section we want to talk about is service projects. Uh, I think 
for many ag programs, service during National FFA week is important. In the implementation guide, there's a there's like a whole toolkit on you know service projects. Make sure you also register your service project um, through National FFA uh, through the Living to Serve um, website. It's also at the end of the of the implementation guide um, for National Days of Service. And then like you might get recognized for that. Like when when Brianne and I were going through this, I was like, oh my gosh, our service project's in here. <laughs> I didn't even know that. So um, register those hours. And I know service is a huge thing and it might be hard virtual, but there's always a way. Brianna mentioned multiple times tonight, like thank you cards, they go a long way. They really do. So that could be something. Remember there's the $400 National FFA Living to Serve grants due February 1st. So the, the February $400 is due February 1st. You would find out by the 15th. Also the semester, right? The semester long, it, which is how much? 1300 or 1500? 1500. 1500. That is due also February 1st. So $400 grants are due first of every month. Yeah, you could do one every single month of the year. You could do 12 different service projects if you get all of them accepted, which I think is pretty cool that National FFA does that every single month. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say they're hard to get, but they're like they're competitive, but I've gotten quite a few. And and they're they are a an easy application to fill out. Like once you filled out one, you really get in the groove of it. I've had students fill them out um, and get $3,000 out of this. So yeah, so we're gonna share two projects with you. One could be done virtually. Um, the other one could be, you might just need to really modify, but it's possible um, just so you can maybe include some unique service during your National FFA week. If National FFA Week isn't a great time for this, use these service projects uh, at a different time. So Brianna, why don't you start with your seniors adopting seniors? We did this activity right before Christmas. And actually I did receive a $400 grant for it that really made it possible. And what we did with it is I emailed the two nursing homes that we have in town and asked if there would be any nursing home residents that would be interested in doing some type of like pen pal program and they would get a gift along with it too. So we didn't have every single nursing home resident that wanted to do it. We had um, 25 that signed up for it. And so then what we did is each one of our members partnered up with one of them. We call it seniors Adopt adopting seniors because we really tried to focus on our senior members kind of adopting those senior citizens so that way they could write back to each other. And our hope was that the nursing home residents would write back and kind of give some life advice to our graduating high school seniors as they move on to the next stage of their life. So then what we did, like I said, we wrote cards to the nursing home residents and we created different care packages. So in those boxes were different like activity books, puzzles, um, candy, some different food items, nothing could be homemade. That was kind of the only stipulation from the nursing home. And then we also included some really nice blankets with those as well. So kind of get creative with what you wanna put in there, ask your students for 
some guidance, but I went to the dollar store and then to Walmart and there was a ton of stuff in there for the $400. And then I, I just dropped them off at the door. I had to call ahead to let them know I was coming and they met me at the door. Um, obviously we can't go in and see the residents, but we have gotten so many thank you notes from the residents. It was in the newspaper because someone in the community had heard about it and the residents loved it. They said, oh, you know, you. they were blown away by what they had all received. So it's- you have a list, Brianna, of what you put in there? I have a picture I can include in the yeah, show. Yeah, you include a picture. That's such a good idea. And maybe, you know, maybe you do this, but maybe you do it with like, you know, members of the fire department, members of the ambulance, people who work at the hospital. Um, I mean, but yes, yeah, seniors adopting seniors, so stinking cute. Um, can you just imagine their little reactions? I know that's the only bad part is like, I wish we could have been there for it, but yeah. But I mean, I what a time to make a huge impact though. Those like residents needed that now more than ever. And there's still time to do that. So even if you don't get this like right away, maybe you have your kids help you plan and there's some planning sheets in the implementation guide. Maybe you have them plan during national FFA week and in March you, you roll it out. I mean, yeah. So my activity, we're actually in the middle of applying for a $400 living to serve grant. Um, we're calling this service stickers. We have yet to do this. This is an idea that I kind of had and then uh, pitched it to a few of my officers and they're kind of running with it. So if you hear this, um, try it or, you know, modify it. Basically, we are going to challenge students to design a hydro flask sticker. So like a water bottle sticker, the popular ones. And we're going to have different categories where kids can compete. So it's kind of like a coloring contest in a sense, but they're designing a sticker. Knowing that um, the, the business being highlighted is our fire department that was chosen by our students. Um, so the Oliver County Fire Department, they're huge supporters of our program. And of course, volunteer firemen do amazing things for our county. So they are selected. And so students can choose, like maybe their sticker revolves around the fire department. Maybe it has nothing to do with that. They're gonna design a sticker and turn it in. Then we're gonna have voting and so many people will win um, off of the voting. We will then actually put into production these stickers. So we're gonna use a company called Sticker Mule and we're going to, how this works, I don't know. Um, Stay tuned. I'll give you updates on <laughs> the challenges I have with this, but we're going to take their photo and create an actual sticker. And we're then going to turn around and sell those stickers and the proceeds will then be donated to the Oliver County Fire Department for them to use to update equipment, um, provide supplies for their firemen. Um, they've been talking about starting like a junior fireman's program. Maybe they put it towards that. Like they're going to they're all volunteers. So I don't know how it's going to go. Um, I think it's something you could easily do virtually. Uh, there isn't, there is an FA t-shirt design, you know, little sheet in the implementation guide as well. 
Uh, so if you're like, I like that idea, I don't want to be that big of a scale, then do the FFA t-shirt, do the stickers, but then don't have them make them, um, whatever. So I wanted to share with you, we have yet to do it. Uh, it's in the it's in the planning stages. Um, they're working through the POA and national chapter um, sheets to do that. And hopefully it'll be good. So hopefully soon I can share with you um, some results and some some challenges I'm sure we will come across as as we continue this but I think it's going to be fun and we're hoping to use some of that money to um, buy the stickers to then turn around and um, raise money with to support the the fire department so I'm excited to see it done like you've been talking about it for a while and I think I know we have been talking about it for a while but I think it would be fun too, like me personally, like I might just buy a big group of the stickers to donate to the fire department, like to go to the fire department to give to them. Um, I'm really hoping, I have so many artistic kids and I just think what a way to like highlight their talent. So I'm pumped about it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping a lot of kids do it. So could be something you, you do in your program as well. So uh, anyway, I mean, I think that's our list. We went through a ton of stuff in a short amount of time. In the show notes, we have a ton of resources and the implementation guide that's put out by National FFA, which of course, again, they did a fabulous job. There's 62 pages of, it's chock full of ideas. So we didn't even scratch the surface, but yeah, we hope that listening gave you some ideas of what you can do, inspired you to modify something or think of something else. Uh, as always, go to Ag and Discussion Lab on my friend Riley's post and share uh, cool things that you've done in the past because the more sharing right now, the better because everybody's kind of stumped on what to do. So please share what you're doing. In the future, if you have a topic that you want to talk about, you want to be a guest, please reach out to Here by the All podcast on Facebook or Instagram. If you think that this episode would help somebody, please share it uh, on social media, share the link through email um, and help ag teachers out during this time. So uh, thanks for listening and we're excited to see everybody's magic they create during National Fifth Day Week.